Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Daniel West from MYOB join us. Daniel, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Hello, it's great to be here with you today. I am the uh, Chief Sales and Support Officer for MYOB, and we're a SaaS provider of business management solutions to almost a million small and medium-sized businesses across Australia and New Zealand. We're an organization of about 2,000 people, and I have the pleasure of leading our teams across marketing, sales, solution consulting, partners, customer success services and support along with the operations and enablement teams who support those functions. I actually returned to Australia about 18 months ago after spending 17 years living and working in Palo Alto in California for Oracle, Salesforce, Informatica, Infoblox, and HP in uh, a number of different go-to-market operations and enablement leadership roles. And uh, I was actually one of the uh, founding members and chapter president of the Bay Area chapter of the Sales Enablement Society. So enablement as a discipline is certainly something that I'm very passionate about and something that's been part of my career for uh, more than 20 years now. Well, Daniel, I'm very excited to have you on the podcast, given your deep involvement in the enablement space. And I have to say, I am jealous. Australia is on my list of must-visit places in my lifetime. So I'm, I'm jealous that you are back there. It is a beautiful, beautiful country. Now, on LinkedIn, you mentioned that you are responsible for leading efforts to improve go-to-market effectiveness. In your opinion, what role does enablement play in driving GTM effectiveness? So I've always believed that fundamentally the role of enablement is to drive change and transform the way that an organization's what I call the value delivery system. So these are all the parts of the organization that deliver value to customers. So sales, pre-sales, services, customer success, you know, today in a SaaS world, those parts of the organization that they, number one, are aligned and that they have the level of readiness that's needed to deliver those customer outcomes, if you like. As an example, if a company is making the shift from a product selling to a value selling motion, enablement is responsible for ensuring that sales and the other frontline teams are equipped not only with the right skills and assets, but also the right processes so that they can drive those value-based conversations with those target customers and really connect with their business challenges and demonstrate you know, how that particular organization can help those customers solve those challenges and ultimately drive better outcomes for the customer, but also better outcomes from a bookings and revenue perspective for that sales organization. Now, you actually spoke at a recent event, and you were talking about the importance of customer-focused go-to-market initiatives to drive sales transformation. I think in today's business environment, why is it especially important to make sure that you align the go-to-market strategy with the needs of your customers? The more relevant you can be to your customers, the, the better off you will be. <laughs> but just to, to give you uh, an example, you know, MYOB is currently going through a transformation of our own. We're moving from a SaaS and on-premise products to a SaaS platform solution focused around this idea of business management. And as part of that transformation journey, we have aligned our go-to-market function around customer segments. So these are uh, specific cohorts or groups of customers 
that share a set of common attributes. And this structure helps to ensure that our go-to-market initiatives are defined, orchestrated, and executed by the teams that are as close to the customer as possible, and therefore as informed about that customer's specific needs and, and requirements as possible, which increases our relevancy and our ability to serve a particular a customer segment as effectively as we can. I, I love that. To, to dig into that a little bit more, what are some of your best practices for, for gaining the customer insights that you need to inform some of your initiatives? Yeah, so I think there's a, a couple, but talking to them is always good, right? To state the obvious, talking to your customers either formally through a, a research effort or customer focus groups and, and so on, or even just informally, you know, through check-ins and, and things like that is always good. But yeah, I think more formally, you know, we have established some structures uh, internally within MYOB so that we can gather input and feedback from the people who spend the most time with our customers, which unsurprisingly are our frontline teams. So we've established what we call an advisory council that's made up from representatives across sales, support, success and services. And they play a role in bringing the voice of the customer to the table when we're reviewing the types of go-to-market initiatives and programs that we're looking to run as part of our, uh, you know, we run a 90-day planning uh, and execution cadence. So every 90 days, you know, as we look at our go-to-market initiatives for three or six months out, uh, we bring this group of people together and they provide us with the input and feedback on those go-to-market opportunities that can then inform how effective they're going to be, what changes we need to make, again, to drive that customer relevance that I talked about earlier, and also how we can ensure that they're going to be executed well when they get into you know, the field or into those frontline teams. On top of that, we also use data. So we, we use Gong data, we use usage, complaints, calls data, website visits, reviews, etc., and kind of gather all of that uh, information together to extract insights about how our customers are reacting to what we're putting into the market and uh, so that we can make adjustments, you know, as necessary. That's fantastic. Now, another thing that you had mentioned, Daniel, was you talked about the role specialization that helps align to kind of the buyer's journey. What does that look like in terms of enablement and how can this help improve the customer experience? Yeah, so I think there are uh, two elements of that. You know, one is making sure that you have specialists, and and most organizations have this today in in the SaaS world, but you have people who are are specialists at the different part of the buyer's journey. So, So what I mean by that is, you know, you have market development and sales development reps who are focused on driving that initial interaction and discovery qualification with the customer. You have a sales specialist who's responsible for ensuring that they're working with that customer to guide them through that that buying journey. You have customer success who is then responsible for ensuring that that customer get, once they've made that purchase decision, uh, that they are getting onboarded as effectively as possible and they are starting to adopt and use the, whatever the key capabilities are in, in, in you know, the given solution that are going to help that customer extract value as quickly as possible. So there's, you know, there's number one, there's having the right, 
you know, specialized roles as opposed to kind of a general, you know, account management role that tries to to do all of those things and usually doesn't do them particularly well. But then there's also the enablement element, which is what I would call role-based enablement. And so role-based enablement is the opposite, if you will, of kind of one-size-fits-all enablement. And it's really making sure that you have an enablement program, enablement content that is tailor-made for those specialized roles that I just mentioned. So you have an enablement program for those business development roles that are predominantly focused on the front end of that customer journey. You have uh, enablement that is tailored for sales, for solution consulting, for customer success, so that the individuals in those roles have the specific content and assets and, and knowledge that align to their role in that customer journey and then allows, in the case of sellers, for example, to provide you know that customer or prospects with compelling insights that demonstrate why change, why now, why MYOB, or you know your company. So just maybe to to build on that a little bit, you know, we have built out uh, sales playbooks by sales specialization. So even within our sales organization, we have acquisition focused sales specialists, and we have expansion focused sales specialists. We also have within our business sales teams who are focused on very small customers that tend to have very high velocity, high volume transactions, and then more enterprise type buying processes with our you know, ERP solutions and, and so on. And so again, we haven't taken a one size fits all approach to enabling those sales roles because they're, they're quite different. So we've built out sales playbooks against those different types of sales specialists so that even though our sales methodology has a common foundation, the customers have different needs and types of conversations and talk tracks that they're going to respond to that address their specific needs and challenges. So that tailoring is quite critical. And then from a customer experience perspective, obviously, again, the more relevant those conversations that your sales specialists are having with particular types of customers is going to improve that customer experience, demonstrate to that customer that you really understand their business and their pain and ultimately going to uh, predispose them to, to working you know, with, with your company and your solution and uh, ultimately getting, getting value from that offering. I love that. Now, Daniel, you, you've been in enablement for quite some time, and now your role has really expanded quite a bit. As a GTM leader, how do you foster collaboration across the business to ensure progress against a lot of the, the company's core objectives? Yeah, so I think ultimately communication and stakeholder alignment are the secret source to effective transformation and change. So making sure that you are establishing clear priorities, you know, with your stakeholders, providing regular updates on those priorities and managing resources and capacity constraints against those priorities is critical to managing and meeting expectations. And then to secure the support and participation that you need from other parts of the business, you have to, again, be able to connect those initiatives that you're working on back to those broader business objectives or OKRs that your company is putting front and center and, and really use those as the way to drive alignment against those initiatives that you know you need to move forward, but that you need other, other parts of the organization to, to work with you on to move those forward. Communication and stakeholder alignment, the, the, the more... The more, the more senior you go, the, uh, the more time you spend in those areas. 
<laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That, that could be said across a lot of different roles for sure. Now, last question for you, Daniel, because I realize we're almost at time. What are some of the key metrics that you prioritize to really understand the effectiveness of, of these GDM efforts? And how can enablement teams, you know, really better correlate their efforts to impact on these key metrics? So I think the ultimate metric for or metrics for go-to-market effectiveness are did we hit the revenue target and did we hit the EBITDA uh, targets, right? So at the at the very highest level. But in terms of the type, you know, the leading indicators that that would that would you know roll up to those, uh, the ones that I really focus on are bookings attainment against the target, bookings per sales head, which is a key measure of sales effectiveness because if you can over time see an improving trend in the output from a bookings perspective per sales head that you have in the organization, then that means you're getting more out of the investments uh, that you've made in sales from a headcount perspective. I think there's also bookings per dollar invested in sales or what I would call a, a bookings to uh, cost yield metric from a, uh, an onboarding and a productivity perspective. There is time to first deal. So when you have a new rep, once they've completed the onboarding program, how quickly are they actually closing their first deal? From a customer success perspective, you know, obviously reducing churn. Uh, CAC to LTV, I think, is a uh, is one that is becoming increasingly more important as uh, as we need to both manage customer acquisition cost against the uh, lifetime value of uh, of a SaaS customer, and then for go to market specifically, uh, the two things that I look at is one. What is the absolute value of the pipeline and the, and of uh, created by a particular go-to-market initiative, and did it hit the the targets, and how how well is it converting to bookings? And for uh, go-to-market overall, what percentage of those of your total bookings and pipeline targets are those go-to-market initiatives delivering to the company? Because ultimately, the role of go-to-market is to make sure that as an organization, you are focused on the most important. Uh, opportunities in the market and that you are aligning uh, all of your resources to execute effectively against those opportunities. And so if you're not, if you're not driving, you know, 60% of uh, your pipeline and bookings from those go to market initiatives, then you're probably focusing potentially in the, in the wrong area. So, yeah, so I think those would be the, uh, the, the key ones that I would call out. I think those are fantastic. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. I learned a lot from you and I really appreciate the time. My, my pleasure, Shauna, and uh, lovely to speak to you. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.